So hello friends and welcome to another episode of My Money Talks with Deepak R Khemani. Today we have with us Mr. Vinayak Sapre also known as Modern Kabir. He is the author of books Dohanomics best seller and investment sutras. So we are going to be learning all the ancient wisdom which was passed down in the last 3 4 5 100 years from Kabir, Rahim, Birbal, Tenali Ram, and others, and how what was said so many years ago is valid even today. So let's start, Vinayak. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on your podcast. Thank you for accepting my invite to be here. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you over here. So the first question is: Whenever we are talking about ancient learnings. were these learnings actually written with money or economics or investments in mind or was was it only about spirituality uh well uh, when it comes to, uh, to learning of kabir and rahim uh, uh nowhere uh, they were they had thought that it will be about uh, money it was more on the spirituality and the dohas which i have Uh, selected for my book they talk about how we should conduct ourselves in our life and uh, uh, there are few duhas which are related to spirituality as well but most of duhas which i have taken in the book uh, talk about how we should conduct ourselves in our life so let's start with one doha as an example where you feel that this doha was written for life but it applies equally to money investing and economics as well yeah uh, so the most common uh, mistake an investor makes across the globe is herd mentality right yes. so kabir says uh, that mood mudaye hari mile har koi lev mudaye mood mudaye hari mile har koi lev mudaye bar bar ke mood se bhed na baikunth jaye basically he talks about that do not follow people blindly rather than take some conscious decision and so what he is talking about is do not follow the herd and create your own path so uh, in in the context of investing an investor should focus on his or her goals and accordingly should take a call with the help of an advisor so this is one classic example of herd mentality where we see investors as you said across the world across the globe try and do what everybody else is doing and in the end start you know end up buying high selling low and then deciding no this was not for us this is a wrong investment let's let me go back to where i started from so that is one good example let's share any other example which you feel comes to mind where whatever was said was connected with life spirituality but works in the money space as well so uh, we talk about financial freedom right uh, so what kind of financial freedom i am talking about uh, in in that context uh, which is uh, one of my most favorite duhas is chah mitti chinta mitti manwa beparwa जिसको कुछ नहीं चाहिए वह असली शहनशाह तो 
that uh, you know somebody who doesn't have too much of desire so in again in condensation to this duha i can say sai itna dijiye jame kutum samaye main bhi bhooka na rahu sadhu na bhooka jaye so i should have enough to feed not only my family but if any needy comes to my doorstep i should be able to feed him as well this is basically financial freedom so effectively what uh, this doha or the learning from these two dohas is that financial freedom is not about having lot of money it's not about a number it's about having enough to feel satisfied and to be yeah. able to feed not only yourself but any other guest or any other needy person who is in need of help that truly is right. financial freedom what was the trigger which made you study these ancient learnings and then think of applying them into the money space at what point did you think this is actually already there there are a lot of people who are talking about money about how to save about how to make investments how to achieve financial freedom but our ancient wisdom our saints our sages have already taught us this so many hundreds of years ago yeah so there were two things which actually pushed me to take a plunge into uh, this uh, learnings of ancient learnings of uh, saints one was that most of the we keep talking about investment experience uh, investor and investors experience or other investment performance and investors performance there has always been a big gap between a investment performance and investor performance and primarily it is because of the behavior of the investor to else we were trying to communicate it to the people uh, all across the country i thought that we need to speak the in the language people understand the best the language we should use people understand the best which is we have grown up in all parts of the country listening to the dohas of kabir and rahim listening to the stories of uh, birbal and tanali and all these learnings they focus on how you should behave in your life and as the uh, behavioral science also suggests that more than 84% of the time uh it's your behavior which matters the most uh to become a successful investor that's why i thought i need if this beautiful concept of financial planning if i need to spread the financial literacy across the country i need to convey the message in indianized way so what i have tried uh through these two books or i keep on doing this uh through my writings or my uh, public speaking i try to do indianization of these concepts otherwise i have realized in the past when i used to work with amcs most of the presentations they look very jazzy they look very impressive but the uh, end to the end client and to the end the uh, to reach out to the end investor the message has to be very very simple rather than impressive Yes. So I think this is very important. The last three words, the messaging needs to be simple and not impressive. The simpler you can explain a concept to anyone, whether it be life, whether it be about investing, if we can understand it in simple words, then you do not need to make it complicated. You do not need to make it impressive. Excellent. Very well said. In addition to being a successful author. 
a financial advisor to select clients. Vinayak is also a coach. He coaches about personal finance, financial freedom, not only to investors, but to other advisors. At what point did you think that it is important for advisors to understand or it's important for me to share my learnings with them? And how do you go about it? Uh, learning is a continuous process. So I can't say that I have learned enough. The only thing I can say that why I took this step of uh, going out to the people, especially to the financial advisors, as you know, I'm on a mission of spreading financial literacy to 50 lakh people. Obviously, I can't do it on my own. That is one. Two, I believe that financial literacy or uh, education is a continuous process wherein by doing one-time invest investment awareness program doesn't help. And that's where the role of an advisor, that the advisor is the person in many cases, he, is the, he or she is the extended member of the family, of the investor's family. And during the journey of investment, there has to be someone who can do the hand-holding of the investor. At the same time, educates and empowers the investors. Therefore, I thought the best way or the effective way of spreading financial literacy to the end customer or to the end investor is through an empowered financial advisor. And that's where I thought I need to share my learnings. I need to uh, exchange my ideas with these financial advisors to educate and empower the investors. So, uh, maths is very simple. If I am able to reach out to 20,000 uh, financial advisors, assuming that they are uh, taking care of 250 clients or the investors on an average, so 20,000 uh, multiplied by 250 becomes 50 lakh. Well said. Most important lesson in life we have learned since childhood Whenever we want to learn anything, a new art, new craft, new skill, right since we are born, we are sent to school, we have a teacher, we go to college, we have a professor. Whenever we start any new business or an occupation or a profession, we have a mentor. But somehow, as far as investing is concerned, a lot of people think and assume that they know it all, they can do it on our own. You have just now explained why it is important for every investor to have a financial advisor and what is also important for that financial advisor to keep on learning. Yes, the learning should not stop. I mean, the day you stop learning or you think that I have learned enough, I think that's the end of the story. So it is most important for an investor to understand that he or she needs a good advisor, an experienced advisor, an advisor who is open to learning and advisors also need to understand that they need to keep on learning, unlearning, and then relearning to remain in the race. That is true. Yeah. So share with us how after you published your book, where people read these Dohas, implemented their learnings, and if somebody got back to you and told you, this book changed my life, or this is how I changed my investing, or this is how I consulted an advisor, and what you have written applies very well to me in my investing space. It has happened uh, 
couple of times where people realize that after reading the book what to expect from an advisor so a uh, very important thing is which book also suggests that your financial advisor or your investment advisor is not investment manager he is investor manager what does it mean it means that the role of a financial advisor primarily is to manage your emotions so that you do not commit mistakes or you minimize your mistakes so there are two ways of becoming successful uh, investor one is if all your calls go right as you said people believe that they know it all in that case all their calls investment calls should go right which is next to impossible there are the stock market movement or interest rate movement is not in anybody's hands right it is not in their control what is in the control of an investor is minimizing the mistake which is basically managing the emotions and that's where the role of a advisor comes into play uh, reason being an investor is influenced by a lot of external noise and to cut that noise you need a person who can give you advice unbiased way to minimize your mistakes the other uh, feeling or the message somehow being given out by the industry is that the equity markets or stock markets or equity investing or equity mutual fund investing is the only place where one should be investing this is the only place where you will get higher returns is there anything in our old teachings where it says that it's important for you to diversify it's important to asset allocate it's important to book profits can you share anything on that so thank you so much for asking this question it is very unfortunate that when it comes to investing specifically to mutual fund investing people think that uh, you can achieve your targets your uh, this is the only equity is the only investment vehicle where you should invest in fact that's not the case so in a doha of rahim he beautifully uh, 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 explains it kah kamri pamdi jaad gaye se kaaj rahiman bhook bitaiye kaise milo anaj it means that you need to focus on your goals so uh, if i need to explain it even simpler way for example if you are playing a match of 50 overs and you need to score 150 runs only then you don't need to take risk of scoring four and sixes you just need to play singles and doubles and you can still achieve your targets so similarly if you are asking rate in case of investment is can be achieved by fixed income products say for example fd or debt mutual fund then why do take exposure to equities important thing is you should be able to achieve your target so focus on your goals even when you are eating food you cannot be eating only dal or only rice or only one sort of a vegetable you are eating yes. dal sometimes sometimes you are eating vegetables sometimes you are eating rotis sometimes you are eating curds because you need all these vitamins all these minerals to have a healthy body similarly whenever you are investing it cannot be in only one asset class it should be a taste of different asset classes and how much has to be invested where depends upon your goal if you have a financial advisor who can sit and decide along with you 
what is right for you then that makes better sense instead of as you said when you know that you have to score only 3 runs and over why go for boundaries and sixes that was being one part the other part being what is happening now in the industry and the economy we see these ups and downs in the stock market we see ups and downs in economic cycles we see ups and downs in life also is there anything any doha or anything which comes to your mind which actually reflects that life is an up and down cycle it's never a straight line very often people fall in love with a particular asset class yeah so so life and the stock market they both move in cycle so that's where uh, rahim says nij kar kiya rahim kahi sidhi bhavi ke haath paisa apne haath mein down apne haath that you can you have the money you can play with that money you can invest or play with that money uh, but you cannot predict which way the market will move uh, which way the interest rates will move so you, uh, but at the same time you need to remain in the game right so that's the reason that one needs to have patience and one needs to focus on their goals uh, what they want to achieve out of it and what forbid if they <coughs> fall for the so called experts for them uh, rahim says rahiman baat agamya ki kahani sunani ke nahi this is for the people who forecast about what will happen in the future so rahiman baat agamya ki kahani sunani ke nahi jo janat hai so kahat nahi kahat so janat nahi hmm. the people who claim that they know what will happen in the future they actually don't know what will happen in the future who knows is the almighty but he doesn't come down to tell you that what will happen in future those who predict don't know and those who don't know predict that's true which also means that in life or in investment at any place wherever you are there is no way of knowing or if somebody tells you if you do this this is going to happen it's not necessary yeah. you cannot predict what is going to happen you can work your way towards it Share the with- most certain thing in investing is its uncertainty the most certain thing in investing is its uncertainty very well said share with us a story from birbal or tenali ram which really touches your heart which is very close to you and which is very meaningful for investors akbar was walking in his garden with birbal and they saw that there is a lazy servant who was uh, you know relaxing under the tree under a tree and birbal uh, akbar got annoyed that he must be thrown out of the job birbal said let me uh, try and i'll make him work so birbal went to that uh, servant murmured something in his ears and then akbar saw suddenly that the servant started working they came back again after 2 3 days and every time akbar saw him working really hard so akbar asked birbal what did you do to the servant he has become so diligent so birbal smiled and said your majesty as i passed the resting servant that day i said aloud that you had asked me to promote the hard working servants 
to guards. I also said that I would put my spies among the servants so that they could tell me who was worthy. Hence, the servants started working hard, thinking anyone around him could be one of my spies. <laughs> so, uh, similarly, for your money also, you need to make. Uh, you should not allow your money to remain idle. Rather, your money when you are working for money, money also should work for you in the future. You should make your money work so that when you are not working, your money is working for you. Good one. Any any other story which you would like? So many people work to service their EMIs. In the sense, because of peer pressure or uh, to show off, people end up spending a lot beyond their limits. Also, so one day Emperor Akbar presented Birbal with five elephants. and birbal as usual since he was used to of taking gift he accepted the gift and went home one fine day birbal didn't come to the court and as you know most of the courtiers they hated birbal so one of the courtiers he kept came running and he said the elephants the five pricey elephants which you had given to valuable elephants which you had given to birbal He is actually selling them in the market. Whenever uh, we uh, told you about Birbal, you always uh, ignored us. But this is the insult of your gift. Akbar obviously didn't like it, and he went to the marketplace. What he saw was that Birbal was actually selling those elephants. So he got annoyed and he shouted at him, "That how dare you!" I gave you these elephants. These are so uh, pricey, priceless elephants, and you decided to sell them. So Birbal said, "Your Majesty, I'm sorry, but I cannot afford to keep such mighty beings. They eat a lot. I didn't want to hurt you and refuse your gift, so I kept quiet. I thought I would sell the elephants and buy five cows instead." and how smartly he answered further he said they would give milk and with every glass that i drink i would thank you and bless you mm-hmm. akbar understood that birbal had honored his gift he at once ordered the guards to take away the elephants and then he gifted birbal five cows mm-hmm. so what happens is we take the burden of emis on our head without realizing that whether i really need it or not right because of the peer pressure our why is not clear why i am doing it so any before taking any decision investment decision especially people should ask a question to themselves that why i am doing it and uh, warren buffett uh, quotes it beautifully he says if you buy things you do not need soon you will have to sell things you need yes so people should understand the difference between need and want yes it also tells us that whenever you are spending money on the latest model car on the latest model phone the latest electronic gadgets you are probably investing your money in assets that are depreciating in value you need to make That investments in assets which appreciate in value and just like the example of the cow where it said that it gives you a glass of milk 
an asset will keep on generating returns and give you passive income for life. So invest where you get returns. Do not invest to show off. Do not invest to please others. These may be fair weather friends and will soon disappear when you are in difficult times. Yeah. The good thing about lockdown is it has taught us that our needs are very, very uh, less. Yes. And we have, we can still remain happy with those things which are uh, we need. Yes. If we have a look at last month's credit card statement, most of us, we will say, yeah. we will find that it is either zero or maybe probably a few hundred rupees. And if we compare it with just two months ago, when everything was okay, it would have probably been in thousands. So whether those expenses were really needed, were those expenses on needs or were they on wants? What are our needs? What do we actually need to survive? These last one, one and a half, two months has taught us that wonderful lesson. Yeah. You are also not in addition to being an advisor to advisors, you are an advisor to your clients. What are you advising your clients nowadays, especially those who may be panicking looking at what is happening in the markets? In case of my clients, I have made investment as a very boring subject. So when the market zooms up, I don't get calls. When it goes down, I don't get calls. I have made them understand that investing is all about, or rather wealth creation is all about patience and discipline. And you should be able to cut the noise. Cut the noise is do not discuss your personal finance in public. As the name itself suggests, it is personal. So your investment ideas, your investment portfolios, you should not be discussing in public uh, because it is your hard-earned money. And it, when you don't discuss this in public, it also prevents you from taking any decision which is in harakiri. It is said that if your investments are entertaining, then those investments will not make money for you. Investments need to be boring. They need to be slow and steady. Only then will they compound over a period of time. That's true. And who uh, knows better than compounding? Uh, who knows better than you on compounding? Who has authored a book on uh, compounding? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the compliment. And somehow, uh, whatever is said about personal finance, whether it was said 300 years ago, whether it was said 500 years ago, whether it was said as a story to us, when we were growing up in the form of life lessons or what is being taught to us and what we are going through in life. It's basically the same. It's said that, you know, whatever had to be said or whatever has to be written on any topic in the world has already been said multiple times before. It's only being said differently with a different flavor now so as to make you understand. If every day everybody was given vanilla ice cream, he or she would not like it. That is why there is a chocolate flavor, there is a pista flavor, there is a kesar flavor and so on. Life's lessons, just like investing lessons, are timeless. They are same. Over the ages, over decades, over years, they have been same and will continue to remain same. 
Thank you, Vinayak Sapre, for being on my show. Thank you for accepting my invite and sharing your wisdom.